Show number 153 of Look at His Butt, LT and JK Talk Trek. Are we rolling? Are we synchronized? I did the clapper. I know, you did the clapper. So now we have... And all the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> now we have sound and picture synchronized. In the amazing talking picture, just like in Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We have some stuff to talk about. Yes, um, we do. Two newsworthy things that are worthy of news. The first one... Worthy of your attention. Yes. Now, where did you find this thing about this lovely Australian woman? Did that come on a Shatner alert? Yes. Okay. Another His name just has to appear in something. <laughs> and it shows up for doom. So this is from um, an Australian website called Adelaide Now, and that's news happening in Adelaide, Australia. Duh. Yeah. And there is a, a lovely picture of a woman named um, Ann Wills, who apparently is uh, a weather person there. Or was. Or was. And it says, uh, IT turns out TV legend Ann Wills was quite the saucy minx back in the day. See, Ew. that's why Bill liked her, because she was, she was a, a saucy minx. <laughs> it says... Um, speaking to uh, another interviewer, the former weather girl recounted how she once had an intimate, and intimate is in quotes, encounter with Star Trek's William Shatner back in the late 1960s. That was the time to have it. The actor, who was appearing as an international guest at the Logie Awards, no idea what that is, apparently asked Wilsey, I don't know, um, asked Wilsey, that's her nickname, Wilsey, because everyone in Australia has nicknames, right? Like, they never actually use their names. Um, if she could show him the Adelaide Lights. According to the 19-time Logie winner, maybe it's like an Emmy, she ended up driving Captain Kirk. I like how it switches from William Shatner to Captain Kirk. <laughs> she ended up driving Captain Kirk to Windy Point in the Adelaide Hills, where they reportedly cozied up together for three hours. Uh, three hours. <laughs> And that's all it says. I know. It's like, what? You've written the greatest opening paragraph in the world, and then you and then you just leave us hanging. Just end it. So I wonder. um, Good for you, Wilsey. She drove him in her car. Presumably, it had a big back seat. Or. Or they just took a blanket. Or I was gonna say, or you know, it was beautiful night. They just got out of the The car, car. made love in the beauty of nature in Australia on the ground. Yeah. Ah, so there you go, Bill. To the the delight of all the Australian animals <laughs> that gathered around the dingoes and wallabies and kookamongas and whatever else. So that that's great. So um, he met her at this awards ceremony. He thought she was cute. Said, "Let's go for a ride." That happened in the space of like ten minutes, I'm assuming. And then they just took less, less five minutes. Okay, five minutes. Three, two. Uh, Oh, that's I great, but I, I do like this picture of her. Doesn't she look cute? Yeah, she does look like a saucy little minx. She, she does. Oh, I just love that. That's enough to brighten your day. Yeah. Just a little, sorry about Belle making it with another pretty girl. Yep. Just going around the world spreading joy. Spreading his own brand of <laughs> special joy. TM. <clears throat> now, we have another website here that we wanted to talk about, and this came from Sean Dickon. Is that correct? Probably. I don't know what you're coming up with. Um, this is the Dueling Banffs yes, site. Yes, yes, Sean sent us um, And it, it, actually, the website is thedulingbanffsliveJournal.com, but the title is actually Battle of the Banffs. Okay. And for those who don't know what that stands for, um, it's Badass Motherfucker. Oh, see, I think it was Big Ass Motherfucker. No, Badass. Badass. 
Okay. Just like the one that's GQMF is GQ. Yes. Yeah. So this is um, a site, a very weird live journal that's devoted to people um, posting pictures of Kirk and Spock, who are the ones who are doing the dueling, mm -hmm. having them try to be as badass as possible. Okay. And there are a number of really good ones. There's some lovely, lovely screenshots. Like here's one of Kirk, which is mm -hmm. just beautiful. What is G-U-H-N-N? Well, I'll tell you because okay. it says right below it what that stands for. Okay. It says, behold, my new word. Whoever wrote Gun. this, it's G-U-H plus U-N-F for those occasions when something makes you do both. So guh, the G-U-H thing is like when you just go, oh, like someone is so good looking. And the U-N-F thing is like, uh, when they're so sexy. So oh, it's okay. both of those things at one so time. Uh, yeah, that okay. that's what that stands for. All right. um, there's a bunch for Spock, but I'm just skipping over yeah, those yeah. because who wants to see them? But what this one is one that I really, really like. Um, and the little meme that they were trying to do is uh, serious business is serious in, in the phrases of, you know, internet memes. And mm -hmm. except it's abbreviated SRS for mm -hmm. serious. But I love, love, love this picture of Kirk that they chose here. Yes, because he... <laughs> He's really serious. He's really, really serious. And the comment was, um, I submit to you that there is nothing more precious than serious business Kirk, especially when he's in full Captain Sexy Pants mode with <laughs> arms on the hips. So, ha. And, and a frown. <laughs> and a frown. He's got that furrowed, furrowed brow. brow. Yes. Yeah. He's doing the furrowed brow Captain thing. Captain Sexy Pants, serious <laughs> business Kirk. And then there's another one. Here's the, an image from... Um, the, the duplicate episode because he's got the scratches on oh, his face. Yeah. Enemy oh within. Oh my god, I just love the way he's looking down. Yeah, and it says the bamfest bamf that ever bamfed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's worth kind it. It's a bow and worship me thing. It is. It is a bow and worship me thing. So it's worth looking at this site just because there are so many lovely screen caps. And, you know, the captioning is, is funny sometimes mm -hmm. and it's stupid other times, but um, it's just wonderful. I, I really like it. Oh, and then um, th this one's really good. It's a, a screenshot from um, The Intruder, where he's wearing those oh, giant yes. sunglasses. Yes. And right at the top, it says GQMF. Yep. He defi defines, defines it. <laughs> I would it agree. It was a really funny one, though, that we both liked. Um, both the one where he's holding the tribbles in Trouble yes. Tribbles, and it says A2 Tribble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love So good. So anyway, I'll put the link up there and people can go and look at what's there. Yeah, but yep. there are some great, great screen caps. Great, and, great uh, screen caps. It's wonderful. I, I just think in the past few years how everybody's getting on the Shatner bandwagon. Yes. And, and just lining up to come up with unique ways of describing and showing his awesomeness. Yes, it is. Uh, for my money, though, you know, I don't think anything can t top the Look one, at his butt. no, well, the, okay. <laughs> that aside, that aside. Okay, we'll remove um, ourselves from um, The inspirational poster that says, "I'm sorry, I can't hear oh. you over the sound of how awesome." I am. And you know, I am so thrilled that we know the person Echo know, who, who made came it. up with that because yeah. that has appeared all over. I mean, she has been so ripped off. Oh yeah. But um. It's, it's a wonderful thing, and she chose exactly the right picture of him uh -huh. because he's sitting in his chair and he's laughing. Yeah, and he's just loving himself. Himself and, and everything, and, and it's just so great. Yeah. So I, I still, every time I see that in another context, it just, it brings a huge smile to my face. Me too. <sighs> well, speaking of that, let's go, as we often do, 
from the sublime to the ridiculous. Okay. Because we watched a bunch of Futurama last night. Yes, we did. <laughs> Specifically focusing on the episodes featuring Zap Brannigan. But, you know, first I have to, to let our listeners know that you hung in there and really <laughs> worked and pulled out all the stops and were... And you were just putting the whole thing to, together with spit and spray starch. I don't know what else went into it. Because we were having the worst time getting a viewable version yes. that would actually show up on the television. Mm -hmm. But you did it. Well, thanks. I wasn't going to let it defeat me. No. It, it was one of those things where I felt challenged. Could not let it defeat him? No, definitely not. Especially when we were all set to, we were right in the right frame of mind mm -hmm. to watch those Futurama episodes. So it had to happen. Yeah, we had a couple of drinks. Yep. <laughs> and we had eaten an enormous amount of food, so it was great. Um, so, Zat Brannigan. I, I know we've talked about Zat Brannigan before, but just to say again what a wonderful character he is. He is a wonderful character. And last night, I think we watched three, maybe four, mm -hmm. of his episodes. And my observation on the character is this. Yes, there are definitely some, uh, some real Shatner moments, like mm -hmm. the leg cross and things like that. <laughs> the leg crossing was so funny. But for the most part... What Zap Brannigan is, is Shatner slash Kirk, the way people who don't like Shatner slash Kirk see him. Yeah. And that's what makes him so much fun. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. It's, it's everything about Shatner and Kirk just exaggerated so far mm -hmm. out of proportion as if that's the way he is every single second all the, the time. But the other thing is, Zap is his own character. He doesn't do the Shatner pause. That's right. It's not a Shatner impersonation. Mm -hmm. That's right, yeah. He, he has his own thing and I wanted us to specifically watch the very first episode that he was in because mm -hmm. that was a lot about his his character and his backstory that you might not get from watching subsequent right. episodes that um, even though his persona is of this guy who, who you know seduces women back and forth that's not really true yeah you know like what he says that Leela is one of the only women who's ever slept with him yeah so he's not out there romancing women all the time and he's not sophisticated and suave because he can't say champagne yes yeah, champagne. <laughs> and he's got this horrible you know the it's it's the the fanfic version of the captain's rumpus room, right? He's got a levitating heart-shaped bed and statues of himself. And, and, the, and it's all decorated in red and pink. It is, and a big portrait of himself above mm -hmm. the bed, and it's just... And he's posing on the bed. bed. Oh, my God. With the velour sheets. He's stroking the velour yes, sheets. Yes, <laughs> Oh, so it's just so funny. I, I'm so glad they did that. And the fact that they ripped off the... Um, Star Trek movie uh, designs for the costumes, yes. except with the tiny little skirt. Right. Just he has no funny. pants. He has basically no. has a top. <laughs> oh, um, so they, they just have him acting in the most outrageous ways possible. I mean, it was a great buildup in the first one. Maybe it was, this, oh, it was the second one, I think, where um, he, he was supposed to be cutting the ribbon yes. at, at a ceremony on a space station. And does it, you know, with a laser that blows up the entire space station. <laughs> and nobody stops him. No. That's the other thing. As crazy as he is, mm -hmm. there's nobody on his ship. Even Kif doesn't actually stop him. Right, right. He just complains about it all the well, time. Well, and I like when you get the details of his, his heroic exploits. Yes. <laughs> such as just keep throwing men, men at the enemy until the enemy runs out of... <laughs> 
ammunition, mm-hmm. and then he runs in and wipes them out. Yep. It's, and it's great, wonderful. That's the way it's done. You yep. know? <laughs> Um, the scene where um, he and the, the, the Planet Express crew are having a, a light dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the whole crew is there reminded me very much of Galaxy Express. When the, when Galaxy they, Quest. Galaxy Quest, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not Galaxy Express. Galaxy Quest, when the same sort of thing happens when they're sitting up there mm-hmm. and they're having dinner and the whole rest of the crew is sort of spread out on all those yep, tables yep. there. But I like that Brannigan's crew, when he asks them, you know, how loyal they are, somebody goes, you suck! <laughs> <laughs> And I also have to, to point out that there was like a little, we think, shout out to my fan fiction. Oh, yes. When he was demoted and was a member of, of uh, Leela's crew. Leela's crew. Yes. And, and he, you know, is quizzing Fry and, and Bender about what kind of captain he is. Mm-hmm. Tell me, she, does she ever punish you with spankings? <laughs> no, no. She's just really mean. Well, if she ever does institute bare bottom spankings, <laughs> I will take yours. <laughs> love that. <laughs> and in that particular episode, they did a lovely homage to uh, Midnight Cowboy, which was really, really good. Yes. <laughs> so the zapper. I love the zapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be funny. I mean, you know, they had Captain Kirk in an episode, or they had William Shatner in an episode. Right. Wouldn't it be great if Captain, if William Shatner met Zap Brannigan that on the show? I think that would be insane. He'd do it. I think Bill would do it. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, it would be fun. It'd be lots of fun. <laughs> now, I have to talk about um, when I first learned of Zap Brannigan. Mm-hmm. For a, a brief, very brief period, I was confused and thought you were talking about the cartoon character, or the comic strip character, mm-hmm. that um, was part of the movie How to Murder Your Wife which was made in 1965, starred Jack Lemmon and Terry Thomas. And Jack Lemmon was this comic strip Mm -hmm. creator. And his comic strip character was a a super spy Mm -hmm. named Bash Brannigan. Mm -hmm. So it could have come from there. Um, And I had thought, and I could be wrong about this, that they were a little bit making fun of the hero from Tech War, whose name is Jake Cardigan, which is a stupid name. (laughs) She named after a sweater. I know. <laughs> Does Bill not know that a cardigan is a sweater? Maybe he just thought it sounded cool. And his, his greatest enemy is what Mike Mohan. <laughs> no, it would be the the moths that come and oh. eat your sweaters. Moth <laughs> man. That's his green kryptonite. That's right, moths. moths. That's it. <laughs> so it could be all of those things. Yeah, yeah, or it could be something else. Who mm-hmm. knows? But I, I just think it's it's a wonderful character. So I'm hoping that they continue to have more Zap. Now, I know he's been in lots more episodes than that, and some right. only a little bit. But those were the first one, and then a couple others following it that he was featured in were well, very good. Well, isn't he? And I may be getting my episodes confused, but isn't he um, also in Where No Fan Has Gone Before? And there's the trial at the end. Is he in that one? What's the one where there's the trial and they, they all have to sit in the Christopher Pike chair to testify? <laughs> I don't think that's where no fan. See, I, that's that's a, why I'm yeah, yeah. It, you're right, though. I just I watched that one recently, and he is in that one, but I don't think that's the, the episode that it is. Okay. <laughs> the Christopher Pike chair. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's true. The crazy bike chair. <laughs> oh, so, so, so funny. All right. So we love that. That was great. Yes. 
More, more Zap Brannigan. We're fans of Zap. Okay. And now we're going to talk about something that, that we hadn't watched at all until last night for the very first time. And now we render our verdict, which is William Shatner's Weird or What? Is which, more weird than what? Well, we talked about it a little bit with Maynard, and he was a big fan. Yes, yes. And I can see why, because he likes that kind of weird stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, Weird or What is a strange, strange, strange show. And... I don't really get it. Um, My impression was that it's kind of the opposite of Mythbusters. Mm -hmm. That it's myth reinforcers. Um, because he'll present this, this weird phenomenon, mm -hmm. whatever's going on. And then he'll go talk to the weirdo. Well, he doesn't actually talk to the oh, weirdo. No, no, he doesn't, but I mean, they put it they, together. So somebody yeah. interviews the, the weirdo. And then somebody interviews the scientific person who can explain mm -hmm. the scientific reason these things happen. And then you usually get interviews with one or two more weirdos. Mm -hmm. So the weirdos are getting the last word yes. and are given, their opinions are actually given more weight than the scientists. I think that's correct. The science stuff is kind of sandwiched in be between the weird shit. Mm -hmm. um, and Bill. And the implication oh. is science doesn't really explain. Yeah, science it, doesn't it know everything. It explains a lot better than that crazy stuff. <laughs> So Bill's and it's like provable, repeatable, measurable. So Bill's part in the show, for those people who haven't seen it, there are little film segments at the beginning and then kind of interspersed throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they're short. I mean, he does like a minute or something. But then he narrates it. He does the voiceover yes. for the rest of it. Now, Maynard told us that he saw some episodes that Bill wasn't actually in. And I can see how they did that, right? Because mm -hmm. all they'd have to do is take out the bits that he was in and have somebody else doing the voiceover narration. Right. So maybe they crafted it that way on purpose so that they could do with Shatner and without Shatner for whatever reason. I mean, who knows why they decided to do that. But my impression of Bill's segments was that he was not taking it seriously at all, that he was just goofing around right. and going, what is this silly thing that I'm doing? And I mean, there was that very funny moment when um, they were introducing a segment. Well, back up a second. The, the topics that were covered in the one that we watched, which was an hour, was um, uh, cattle mutilation, um, alien abductions, and signals from space. Right. Those were the three big topics. So in the alien abductions one, they were talking about how people have this experience where they wake up and they can't move and then they have this perception that they've been taken to an alien spaceship and blah, blah, blah. And then the scientists come on to explain about sleep paralysis and how that's really what's going on here. And I didn't know about sleep paralysis. I found that yeah, really interesting. Yeah. So then Bill, in his one of his little segments, is sitting in a bedroom and he's talking about sleep. And he says, I sleep like a baby. I sleep great. Nothing can wake me up except, well, all right, we'll talk, we won't talk about that right yeah. now. <laughs> was really funny. Yeah. You know, it was like, did they write that or did he just decide to ad-lib that a little bit? But it was so cute. Yeah. And then later when he was talking about the other thing of alien abductions, like, you know, aliens wanting humans so that they could produce crossbreeds, and he had like a Barbie and a little alien that was on top of her. Yes, and he, he <laughs> like, me. Like, you know, that was really wrong. One thing 
where he was sort of sprawling on the bed, just like Zap Brannigan. He was, actually. It was, <laughs> no, it was on the ground. It was when they were talking about the cattle mutilation. Oh, yes. And he had lots of little toy cows that had been painted red, and they were spread out on the ground. And it was all kind he of was, And he was lounging, just lounging right there. But um, And then I have to say I was very disappointed because at one point he did do a Shatner swallow, but it was very perfunctory. It wasn't the Shatner swallow because... A real Shatner swallow takes time yeah. and is integrated into the dialogue or, or whatever. And the whole point of this swallow was so that he could, could burp. burp. Right. And you, I think if you swallow fast too, that yeah, helps you do that. it. So he didn't. He didn't do any of the classic business things. He didn't look at the drink. He but didn't. I, I wish all of you could have seen the level of excitement <laughs> rise in the room as we're going. He's going to swallow. I did. I. I no, I put my hands over my mouth. I was so excited. <laughs> and then it just kind of petered out. And yeah. it was just like, oh. Yeah. He didn't do any of it. He did do a little bit of the lip pursing after he drank mm -hmm. it. He kind of pressed his lips together. <sighs> so it's a very strange show. Um, and I don't know what the other topics were that they covered. I mean, th this was pretty wacky. And I, I only chose this because... Um, all of, well not all, but a lot of the episodes of Weird or What have been posted to YouTube now and they're in chunks. So about 15 minute chunks for each episode. Right. And this was just the first one on the list and that's mm -hmm. why I picked it. It wasn't because I was real interested in the topic yes. or anything. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'll try to watch a little bit more of another one. But if they're all like this, it just seems kind of, uh, yeah. you know. I have watched, um, some aftermath and some raw nerve, and mm -hmm. I like those. Yeah. Those, are, those are good. This I'm not going to go go looking for. But I do have to point out mm -hmm. that in his segments in this weird or what, he was wearing the same clothes he wears in the turkey frying PS. That is correct. Those are exactly right. Yes, and um, it appeared to be filmed in his house, although I don't think it was in his house. It was no, just it was a house. A house. And he must have Maybe said those are Bill's silly clothes. <laughs> So he must have said weird or what, what, seven or eight times? But he said it different each time. Every time. Reading. Different take every single time. Such a pro. He is a pro. So that's weird or what. Um, if you guys have seen weird or what and you have a different opinion from what we've just been talking, please feel free to share it with us because yes. we'd like to know. And um, our, our crack look at his butt research team has provided us with a little more information about uh, Zap Brannigan. Okay. Which is that Zap was originally written specifically for Phil Hartman. Oh, who okay. did the wonderful, wonderful Troy McClure yes, on The yes. Simpsons. But unfortunately, he died mm -hmm. before they could do it. So they had to find somebody else. Um, so that would have been good if he mm -hmm. had been doing that character. And then we also get the information that the Logies are Australian TV awards, much like the Emmys. Okay. So there you go. I wonder why they're called the Logies. I always think Logie like when you feel tired after eating too much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe they're named after someone named Logan. Oh, that's true. They you could know, be, yeah. Like the Tonys are named after Antoinette Perry. Yeah. And the Emmys are named after somebody. Are they? I think so. Oh. I never knew what that was short for. Emmy Schmemmy. <laughs> oh, no, wait. The Schmemmys are what <laughs> Kathy Griffin calls the daytime and technical oh, award ceremony, mm -hmm. the Shmemmies. The Shmemmies. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Okay, so let's take our break. Okay. And now we're going to watch a little more Bill on a talk show, and we're going to see how silly he really is. Okay. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission 
to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. We say it all the time, but I'll say it again. We love hearing from you. Blogging at lookathisbutt.blogspot.com. Comments to lookathisbutt at gmail.com. This podcast recorded on a MacBook Pro with GarageBand. William Shatner sings great hits of Australia. <laughs> Good day, Bill. <laughs> so we just watched... Um, a video that someone took from the balcony of one of Bill's Australian performances, probably with their phone. <laughs> probably, yes. It wasn't good quality, and, you know, it was just bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, was, it wasn't like the full thing. But um, it was so much fun. And you know what I was thinking? Uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, he, he's touring Canada with mm-hmm. And I wish he would tour the U.S. Mm-hmm. But if he does not do that... What they should do is these things like how they're showing the opera in the movie theater. Oh, yes. <gasps> what a brilliant idea. I would pay to go see that. I would, too. With all the people who want to see him live, mm-hmm. they could totally do that. That would be fantastic. Because you're right, this just looked like so much fun. So um, part of it is him in conversation with someone. Part of it is answering questions from the audience. Mm-hmm. And then it looks like there's some actual performance at the end, which in this case was um, the Australian National Anthem. <laughs> Bill Is du- Waltz and Matilda the National Anthem? I don't know. It's their national song. Maybe okay. it's not the anthem. Okay, okay. So it's their their song, right? They're doing a very, very dramatic, very fun, Yes. just totally getting more and more into it, Shatner reading of Waltzing Matilda, and you, the audience was just loving it, and so were we. Oh, it was great. And then he did his own inimitable performance of uh, Land Down Under by <laughs> Men at Work. <laughs> and the audience was clapping along. Oh, they were going crazy. It was so great. Oh, man. So I think that um, in the way that Bill did O Canada, they should just have him redo national anthems around the world. Okay, that so could good. be his next album. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be better than... Uh, than uh, Seeking Major Tom. Yeah. That was really, really fun. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, look at all the energy he was putting into that. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Um, now, while we're on the subject of this, we were Googling around a minute ago and found this website from a guy named Alan Cross, and he has written the Shatner Tour Diary because apparently in the Canadian version, he's the guy who sits in the other chair and asks mm-hmm. him questions and kind of coordinates and does the segue and things like that. So I was just skimming this and there were a few things uh, that I wanted to mention because he, he writes it here. He says, um, let's see, if you have any preconceptions about Shatner, put them aside now. He's kind, funny, self-deprecating, generous, and a great conversationalist. The man is also driven. We know that to be true. Okay. Um, He says, just a second. Okay. He says, he may be 80, but I've seen few people with this kind of energy and focus. When he's working, he's working. Not only does he have this tour, but there's the book, a DVD, an album, some speeches, conventions, and horse competitions. The guy never stops. Uh, So he's talking about doing some table reading um, and... The overri- oh, this is great. The overriding theme of the show is Bill's belief in the power of saying yes. 
And we talked about yes, that before. Yes, because that's in the book. Yep, it's a great philosophy mm. that can open up many unexpected doors and opportunity. And then he says, after the show, it's on a tour bus with a straight dead headshot across the prairies to Regina. Captain Kirk will not be with us. He has his own plane. Hey, what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill on the tour bus. I don't really see that happening. Yeah. Now, I wanted to just go back for a second to the Australian thing because mm-hmm. we were just talking about that interview with Bill where he was saying that... Um, he dealt with the Australian guy mm-hmm. by trying to get him to sit down, and then he put his thumb in his neck. Right. I didn't see him put the thumb in the neck. No, I don't no. Think and, that and the thing is, when we were watching, we we're going, "Okay, how much of that story was true?" Well, he was in Australia. Yes, and, <laughs> and he, he was William Shatner. Yes, and, and after that, hmm. <laughs> so that was on, on his interview on that weird Canadian talk show. Yes, um, that's where he told this story and made mm-hmm. it sound very dramatic. And then we just watched what actually happened and. I got to say, he did take quite a chance inviting that dude up on stage, you oh, know. Yeah. You never know what could happen. And he was a big guy. He looked he's like he huge. was about 6'3 or so. Yeah. He didn't look well built. He looked kind yeah. of scrawny. But inviting a guy up on stage with you who's mm-hmm. clearly drunk and clearly causing trouble, mm-hmm. that's, that's really taking a big chance. Yeah. But he did manage to get him to sit down and kind of calm down a little bit. And then it turns out the guy didn't even have his own question. No, his friend had a question. His stupid friend. Yeah. But his name was Dick. His name was Dick. And he was. He was. He absolutely was. Yeah, but, you know, getting back to the the thumb in the neck thing, Bill has said, not in, in this current book, but possibly in Me So Horny, about, yeah, he makes up these stories because he's an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And if the story is going to be a better story because Bill puts his thumb in the guy's neck mm-hmm. or somebody makes some smart remark at him mm-hmm. or whatever, he's going to do that. He's sure. going to, to you know, take the facts and build on them to make them a more entertaining story. Because that's what people want. They yes. want the entertaining yes. stories. And then it just becomes all conflated and you're never really sure mm-hmm. what happens unless there's a video of it. Right, <laughs> right. Oh man, that was pretty funny. Well, listen, I'm, we're gonna. Oh, how about if we take another little break? This will be a three-parter. Okay. And we can watch one more thing with Bill, since we're doing a lot of Bill interviews stuff yes. right now. So let's do that, and then we'll come back and report on on all the things he made up in that interview. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Very good. Have you Shatner swallowed your water now? Yes, thank you. Excellent. Very, very good. So now we're going to talk about Bill's interview on Piers Morgan, um, which we hadn't watched until just now. Yes. So it's on YouTube. That's where we watched it. Mm -hmm. So you can go see it. And it was very good. It really was. They talked about a lot of different things. As much as I generally dislike Piers Morgan, I thought he was pretty good in in this interview situation. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And um, first, let's just get the physical thing out of the way, because I think we need to talk about that. Um, So Bill looks like he's had a little bit of work done. At least Botox. Before we get into that, I want to say he looked fantastic. Oh, yes. Okay. So let's preface it. Yes. He looked great. His his skin looked so, so smooth. And at Mm -hmm. first I was going, um, because recently, you know, I've seen him not 
looking that good mm -hmm. and, and looking puffy and, and his skin kind of blotchy and everything. So at first I was going, wow, they, they really got a makeup artist and mm -hmm. a good lighting person on, on CNN over there at Piers Morgan. But yeah, you know, the more I think about it, the more I think you're right that he has you know, done some some things mm -hmm. to uh, to keep up his appearance. Yeah, but it, it looks fantastic. It does not look like he's had work done. No. I don't think the average person um, who doesn't host a podcast about William Shatner <laughs> would notice that. But he looks like he's had a little Botox because his forehead looked very smooth. And as you said, his skin looked very smooth and, and sort of unlined. glowy, uh, completely unlined. And I was just noticing that you can really see his eyes. Yeah. which you sometimes can't when his yeah. eyes look very puffy or his face looks mm -hmm. kind of fat. And his face didn't look fat at all. It looked yeah. really good. Well, you know what else I'm wondering? Yeah, maybe he's been losing some weight. But, you know, there are always these rumors on and off about whether or not Bill has a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. And sometimes from his appearance you would think maybe that rumor is true. Mm -hmm. um, and from everything he says and and what people around them say it sounds like elizabeth has been such a positive influence in his life and also she rules the roost um i'm wondering if if there was a problem if perhaps he has finally got it under control mm, could be um i i do agree with you that there is some work involved mm -hmm. there you know like like we were saying the botox possibly a chemical peel and but you know some of that that puffiness and and blotchiness mm -hmm could be due to, or the lack of that, due to taking better care of himself. Mm -hmm. I think so. He certainly doesn't look like he's 80. No, he looks, yes, 60. If that. 60, you know, you could maybe say a 65-year-old who's really taking care of himself. Yeah, yeah, he looked fantastic. And he was very good in the interview. He's very much on, mm -hmm. very enthusiastic telling funny stories mm -hmm. and, um, you know, shooting some stuff right back at Piers Morgan, which was good. Yes. One of the stories that they were talking about is one from his book that I really enjoyed, and I hadn't told it to you because it had slipped my mind, but apparently whenever the family, his family, when he was, you know, growing up in Canada, went out to dinner, his mother would always say, it's my birthday. <laughs> and, you know, they would come and they would sing and they would bring her cake. And, you know, as he tells it in the book, and, you know, they were Eventually, we're going, Mom, please don't do this. It's, it's embarrassing. We're all embarrassed. No, they'll give us free cake, you know. I want my piece of cake. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I hadn't really heard him talk about his mother in the way that he was here, that, yeah. that she was sort of a, a silly, funny, impetuous person. Mm -hmm. I never really got that impression before. No, all I had ever heard was... Um, that she was, I believe, like an elocution instructor mm -hmm. and really encouraged him in the, the pursuit of, of theater mm -hmm. and, and, you know, doing the radio dramas and everything like that. But that's really about all I know. Yeah, he hasn't talked about her much at all. No. So that, that was a nice little insight. And uh, he also said something, and maybe we can put this out to the listeners, um, when Morgan kept asking him, what was your greatest acting moment? And Bill tried to say, well, I can't really say, but then he pressed him a little harder and he said that he had a scene in some television show where he got to see a grandchild that he hadn't seen for a long no, time. No, his what daughter had been His daughter, okay, daughter. Or had run away mm -hmm. for like seven years or something. Okay, daughter. And in this scene, he sees her for the first time and doesn't quite know what to do as far as like hugging her or touching her and he ad-libbed some of the dialogue that he had there and he thought that that was an amazing you know he really felt what he was doing there and I had no idea what he was talking about 
Um, I was thinking it it vaguely sounds like maybe one of those TV movies mm -hmm. that he did because I haven't seen all of them. Um, but it may have been one of those guest starring things mm, he did. Yeah, it could have been. He did an awful lot of those. And we don't know those. when he did this. I mean, this might have been, you know, 1959. Right, right. And he's been talking about it now. Yeah, you know, but and you laugh, you know, he's talking about it now. But really, um, when you have that moment as an actor, it stays with yeah. you. Oh. And it's, uh, there. there is a story about, I'm pretty sure it was Sir Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. When he was doing, I believe it was Oedipus Rex in London, mm -hmm. and was you know, um, it was like the hottest ticket because apparently he was so incredible, and um, everybody was going to see it. And one night, it was just incandescent, mm -hmm. and all his friends and you know other actors came backstage, and they're like, "Larry, my God!" <laughs> and he was furious because. He didn't know how he did that. <laughs> he didn't know how he could replicate that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the magic. Right. That's the magic moment that all of your work and your technique is is supporting, mm -hmm. and all of your work and your technique is usually all you've got. Right. And then every now and then this thing happens. Mm -hmm. oh, well, I would love to know what that is. I'd yes. love to see what that is. Yeah. I wish he had said a little bit more about it. Uh-huh. But maybe somebody knows, or maybe we could look it up in the Shatnerica or something and see if we can match roughly the plot Anything, to something. But, you know, like, he didn't say when it was. He said a TV show. show. Yeah, so, so that's as much know, as we know. <laughs> you know, you're going back. Through all the hundreds and hundreds of TV shows that yeah. he's done. Well, it wasn't Star Trek, and it wasn't Boston Legal. And um, it wasn't the White Sox game. Nope, and it wasn't um, Shit My Dad Says. <laughs> So that rules out a couple of things. <laughs> that immediately got to Right. So that only leaves, you know, another 600 things. Well, there is one television movie I did where I believe his daughter's a drug addict. Mm. So maybe maybe it that's it. Yeah. Something. We'll have to look. Yeah. We'll have to see if we can find it. Um, so they talked a little bit about politics. Mm -hmm. And he had some fairly sensible things to say, right. I thought. And they talked about... Uh, Priceline. Priceline.com. Now, see... He says all that, that he sold his stock for $600. I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. And also he says that's the only or it's an intelligent decision. And I'm going, um, no, it's not because they gave you the stock. Yeah. So you hadn't invested any money. Right. And you had nothing to lose by holding on and seeing would it ride further. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like he was so poor he needed the $600 yeah. that he would have gotten by selling it. So I don't trust that very I, much. I pretty much think Bill is rolling in. Maybe not necessarily from Priceline, mm -hmm. but... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it was very funny toward the end when he was pretending to have to shill. Yes, you know, he like, has to do this. Yeah, you have to, to you have to buy my DVD, you have to buy my book, you have to buy my CD. <laughs> my kids have to go, go to college. <laughs> <laughs> that was very, very yes, funny. Yes, Oh, Bill. But also... Um, at, at, at a lot of times in the interview, they'd sort of, um, they'd show a lot of clips mm -hmm. as he was talking, mm -hmm. and some of them were some of his most gorgeous moments, <gasps> and oh, I yes. just don't even know what he's talking about, because <laughs> I sit in there going, oh, that's the kirk lightiest episode, <gasps> that's the splodiest episode. That's right. You know? They had some people really choosing some very excellent scenes there. Yeah, and they had one shot of it, an early picture, mm -hmm. um, and 
I had never seen that picture before. No, it was very old. It might have been from um, one of the, uh, oh gosh, that we watched a lot of when he was the the lawyer, black and white. Oh, Defense the, for the People. It's for the People. Maybe it was from that. Yeah. It looked like it could have been that era, but he did look very young. He looked very slim. And yes, very young. All that, yeah. yeah he yeah. looked good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, when... When you're getting Kirk light and you're getting butt shots and you're getting the tight, tight, tight pants. Yeah. That was one of the funny moments was when they were talking about, you know, he was saying Joseph Campbell says oh, yes. needs, mythology. it's mythology and needs the hero. And then they're showing this one shot and I'm going, and the tighter the pants on the hero, <laughs> the better. And you and I are blowing kisses at the screen. I mean, that's really pretty. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's what the We're mythology just being is all about. Girl, true to form. We are. You know, you it, you can't have that kind of hero who isn't who doesn't have Kirklight. It just doesn't work without no. the Kirklight. No. no, it's an essential part of the hero mythos. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, so that was really good. I I really enjoyed that. It was. It was a, a fun interview, and uh, we've been meaning to get around to it mm-hmm. because it, it was actually shown a week or more ago. Yeah. And again, he's everywhere. He's out there promoting, mm-hmm. you know, his, his show, his book, his DVD, his his CD, his, his DVM, whatever. I don't know. Um, so there's a lot to, to keep up with. And he did an excellent job of shilling throughout this thing, especially oh. for Priceline. I hope they gave him a little bit extra for all the, the good talking he did about them in this mm-hmm. segment. I mean, they probably spent five minutes talking about Priceline. Yeah. And he's very careful to say Priceline.com every time he yes. says it. Yes. He's, he's a pro. He's such a pro. He is a pro. Oh. I mean, whoever you have, you know, being the face of your company, mm-hmm. um, you want somebody who's going to do that sort of thing. Who's not going to misspell it or say it wrong. Yeah, who's or, gonna... or say, God, you know, honestly, just between you and me, <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. We never do this. You, you know. Not Bill. Not Bill. He believes in it. Not Bill. And I love the fact that he he even took it a little bit farther and said, can you, asking Morgan, can you think of any other dot-com companies that are around right now? He said, no, see, you had to think about it. (laughs) Priceline's the one. Priceline.com is the company. Yep. And he did the finger a little bit, a A couple times. And also, there were many times when he was talking, when the pinky was out. Yeah. We haven't talked about the Shatner pinky in in a while. That's right. And you pointed out very uh, astutely that in that clip from the Australian thing, when Uh he was gesturing, the pinky was out. Yeah. Yeah, you could see the pinky. Again, I wonder if that's the one he broke while filming um, uh, Impulse. Is that what it's called? I think so. You want to ride, little girl? (laughs) Oh, Bill. Impulse intruder. Or too many eyes. It's like the tomorrows and the yesterdays. Too many of them. (laughs) You should have been here. Or yesterday. (laughs) Actually, thinking about that, how you said it would be a great title for a fanfic story. Uh It actually would be a title, not for necessarily a boring one, but for just an incredible action-packed mm-hmm. story, you know, where there's somebody new to the Enterprise who at the end of the day is like, oh, my God. And then Kirk says, oh, you should, should have been here yesterday, right? It's a perfect punchline for that. Or yeah. really for any one of Bill's days. Because, you know, <laughs> he talks in the book about, you know, it's a four-shatner day. Yeah. But he does all these things. He does these shows. He He's still, while he's touring Canada, 
leaving Canada to go to your horse competitions mm -hmm. and to to be at these different various things he has to be at and work for his charities and and you know get out there to promote the book and go to a book signing mm -hmm. and all these other things and it's like wow if you had fallen around for day at the end of the day you'd oh, go, oh my god i'm ready to drop dead and he'd say oh you should have been here yesterday I, absolutely <laughs> you'd, you'd just fall down and die um i i was i wanted to also mention briefly the little conversation he had at the beginning when Morgan asked him if he was afraid of death mm -hmm. and he said he was terrified absolutely yeah. terrified and his, his dream is that it just keeps going on and that he can just keep doing what he's doing yeah and I, I'm it's really refreshing to hear him talk about it like that and mm -hmm. just so um, it's so nice to see how much he loves what he's doing right now yeah. that he just wants things to go on yep. the way they are like Things don't need to change for him. You know, he doesn't want big changes in his life. He just wants to keep doing what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's going to make him happy. I thought happy. it was nice, too, when uh, Piers Morgan said, now, when you do leave us, um, do you worry that the headline will be Captain Kirk dies at the age of 178? <laughs> which I thought was very nice. He put that in. Yeah. And Bill was like, no, I, I, don't, I don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's... You know, and he said, "Well, what's your legacy?" And he said, "I don't think in those terms. My legacy is my children, my wife." Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that's exactly right. That's the right attitude. But that's to part have. of the Bill thing of living in the moment. He doesn't dwell much on the past, mm -mm. and you know, he'll talk about it. You know, if you ask him, "Was your mother this silly woman who always got free mm -hmm. cake?" You know, he'll tell you about. It. But the, those are not important factors in his day-to-day -day life. No, what's, it's, what's happening right now? Living in the future, yes, he's planning for the next thing he's going to do, but he's totally invested in what he's doing mm -hmm. at that moment. So the whole idea of worrying about what's going to be in your obituary or what are people going to be saying about you or thinking about you 20 years after you've died, no. that's... It's not I part think that's of. Foreign to his I completely agree. Why would he think about that? Mm -hmm. um, and I liked that. He, you know, you had said um, one of the, the pieces of advice that, or, or things that he had said in his book when when you are asked as an actor what is the next thing, and you say, you know, this role that I'm auditioning for yeah. right now. And when Morgan asked him, you know, what, what's the, the greatest thing that you've done? He's like appearing on the Piers Morgan show. That would be the greatest thing because I'm doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, and and he is. And, and this is the moment, and I'm totally focused on talking to you, Piers. Mm -hmm. But it's still getting my shilling in. That's you know. right. He's he's always got that going. Mm -hmm. So that was a great interview. It was a very, um, I didn't. I don't want to say stereotypical, but an exemplary Shatner interview. It was, and it was nice that um, Morgan wasn't digging for dirt. No, and he wasn't or being too smarmy. To get him to say anything embarrassing mm -hmm. or make him emotional or make him angry or anything. He just, you know, went from topic to topic. Now we're going to talk about politics. Now mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, um, talk about your, your Canadian tour. Now we're going to talk about your book and your philosophy and just say yes. And, mm -hmm. you know, just moving along from subject to subject, covering a wide range mm -hmm. of topics mm -hmm. and, you know, not having an, a, a, I guess, a motive or an axe mm -hmm. to grind. And a lot of interviewers think they haven't done a good interview if, if something you said doesn't make the headlines the right. next day. Right, right. Oh, it, it was good. Very good. So that's all on the list. Great. So let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, there's lots more. We were, we were unfortunately foiled by technology earlier <gasps> because Bill was on a show, an interview show, and we thought we had recorded it, but it turned out not to be the case. Not our fault. 
No, we were, uh, the machine was recording at the right time according to the guide on the television yes. saying this was supposed to be on at whatever it was, the yep. night one, and we taped it, and it was some stupid show about murder. Right, we were playing it back, and right there on the screen it says that it's the interview show, and that's clearly not what's on the TV, so we'll have to keep looking for that. Yes, so we're, we'll have to wait for that to show up on the interwebs. Yeah, but... Um, it, to it, come through all the tubes. Yep, it's, it's good that Bill's doing all this stuff, gives us more to watch, and maybe he'll come and do his tour in America. That'd be so good. Or do the TV, do it as a, a like we said, a, yeah, a movie a thing. Yeah, a movie thing, yep. That'd be great. All right. So uh, let's wrap it up for now. And next time we'll have, of course, even more stuff. Let us know if you guys know what Bill was talking about (laughs) with that TV thing, because I'd really like to know. That would be good. And as always, if anybody's actually seen Bill at any of his live performances, we Mm -hmm. must know about it. And uh, do keep, you know, sending us stuff, Mm -hmm. posting stuff um, to our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. We've been getting a lot of fun stuff in over there. Some of it, you know, then I I put onto the blog Mm -hmm. and and your comments on the blog and everything. We love um, whatever interaction you want to send our way. Yes, we love hearing from you because you guys totally rock. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so until next time, bye. Bye.